Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. This is Rob. All right, so the playoffs are here. Today's Monday, April 8th, so this is two days before the playoffs start, which, you know what I kind of forgot about? Tomorrow's the draft lottery. I forgot that it's super early this year. I mean, I doesn't know it, it doesn't is. Totally it's tomorrow? Matter. Yeah, it's tomorrow. They moved it up to before the playoffs. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. I'm... Are you going to be around for me to call you crying like I did two years ago? It shouldn't be as much of a surprise as it was two years ago, though. You guys are already in third. Yeah, that was some shit, though. Yeah, it was. That that was was some crazy freak accident. But yeah, so we're going to go over um, our first round predictions. East and West, all eight matchups starting with Tampa and Columbus. Let's start top to bottom here. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, Tampa and five. <laughs> the, I don't normally do this, um, but in the bracket that I filled out, I called Tampa and four. Ooh. And I normally am wholly against sweeps. I just have a feeling that Tampa is going to be ready to go. I think they're going to bring their big guns this year for sure. I don't think they're fucking around, but I want to give Columbus the benefit of the doubt. Columbus did do enough this year. It just yeah. that's the worst possible matchup for them to start out with, I think. Um cuz they're they're shot. They don't they can't. That would be some insane shit if Columbus pulled that off, but it sucks because if they if they made it in in a couple rounds, maybe they had a better shot at Bob and Panarin. But instead, they have this curse. You know, they couldn't hop. They couldn't hop Carolina, and they have to play Tampa Bay. And it's like, oof. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, part of me wants to think that, like, with Bob and Panarin leaving, that maybe that like gives them one last hoorah and maybe they try to go out with a bang or whatever but then part of me just says like man that's probably just gonna fuck them up more that's why i'm giving them the one yeah because i i feel like they're gonna be motivated but i feel like once they're down in the series by a couple games that motivation is gonna be gone panarin's just gonna be thinking about vacation yeah Bob might show the fuck up, though, because Bob has to prove he's, like, a playoff performer if he wants to make 10 mil a year like Carey Price. Right. So Bob Bob better yeah. show up if he thinks, if he wants to leave, so. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't, I think Bob is too good to be swept. I really do. I'd like to believe that. I just think that, like, I was, I, I was looking through it before we started, and there's not really a whole lot of, like, overworked goalies this year like there's no goalie like really that played 70 games Vasilevsky only played 53 he's hurt he was hurt and but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing he was hurt early on and so he got some he got some rest early and then he's been on top of his game ever since I mean the guy only lost 10 games all year well not counting overtime 10 games in regulation but Columbus is a young team too like some of their good players I, I don't know I feel like for a group, it's going to take a lot for a group like Tampa Bay that's been playing together. That's pretty much the same goddamn team, except yeah. better. 
And they've done that the past few years now where it's the same goddamn team except better. Yeah, so I just I think the difference wholly this year is that they have like these young kids like Sorelli and Joseph and st- and Adam Ernie and stuff like that that are on like the fourth line that like wasn't necessarily there last year. Yeah. So I think they somehow well not somehow, I mean because they've been a good drafting team and you know acquiring younger players, you know, they made their depth better than it was last year. And while I mean Columbus went all out at the trade deadline and got Duchesne and Dezingle, I don't think they've been the same since they came to to Columbus. I think they were doing better than or better in Ottawa. Maybe yeah. it's you know a benefit of getting more playing time because Ottawa didn't have anybody. So now you know Duchesne is playing. I don't know if he's playing behind Dubois or whatever, but. You know, Dubois their boy. And, you know, that's the guy that they really want to be leading everybody. So, and, you know, yeah. Dezingle is probably more in, like, a third-line role. Maybe he's on the wing, but I'm not really sure. But Dude, that lineup is just too – and if we're doing playoff previews, we're going to talk about this every round, I feel like. But the Lightning, there's just not a weakness. There is just no yeah. – it is just relentless. Defense, relentless offense, a good goaltender – Fucking awesome fucking special teams. They just cannot. There's just nothing that you could point at and be like, well, maybe they could expose this. And honestly, even if they did have a flaw, I don't get disrespectful. I don't think Columbus is the team that's going to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, just looking at like their not like necessarily uh, underlying stats, but like the one flaw, if you call it that is that they give up a decent amount of shots on goal. Like, Tampa averages overall in the league 21st in shots on goal with 32.1. So they give you chances, whether or not they're high-quality chances. Probably yeah, I, not. I just mean with Hedman and McDonough, though, they keep you yeah. the outside, they win the they win the puck battles, and then they have one of the best goaltenders, too. Yeah, That's a I good think, stat to know. That, that shows that it's not just a good team in front of him. Vasilevsky is fucking seriously dope, too. Yeah, he's actually saving yeah. saving pucks and stuff like that. But, I mean, they were first on the power play, first on the penalty kill. Man, that's... Yeah, that's insane. That's scary. I mean, because normally, like, you know, it, go, it doesn't always go hand-in-hand like that. That's like, what I mean, know, dude. They don't goals, have a weakness. Like, you know, normally maybe their penalty kill is not that good, but it's that good. Yeah, they they don't have something where you could be like, well, and honestly, maybe another team will figure it out. They'll be like, this is the play they don't cover. This is what maybe our shots will go in. But again, I don't think it's Columbus. It's yeah. like it's like Washington or like Boston or like one of those other teams that might be able to figure it out. I don't think that the Blue Jackets are going to figure that shit out. Yeah, and and another thing is just, like, another thing to go along with, like, their shots on goal is that they do give up a decent amount of penalty minutes per game. They average league 29th with 9.5, but you think that would be a benefit to Columbus, but Columbus only put up 15.4% on the power play. Yeah. So their power play was really not good. And, so, and dude, Tampa Bay can do it, so that's why they do. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they keep the, you know, they don't allow power play goals. I mean, 85% on the penalty kill is, like, unreal. 
they are can be fucking douchebags those guys too yeah like when the playoffs come come around they'll like claw your eyes out and pull your hair they're dickheads like for sure yeah and they'll <laughs> just be straight up better than you too they're gonna do all of it yeah that's right i mean they don't even have to get away with that stuff because then you just don't score in the pan the power play either right <laughs> so but no i mean they're out there spearing children and stuff like that they're they're taking no prisoners this year there's no way there's no way that like they they get eliminated without like you having to like murder half of them like i don't i don't know how it's like like they they are just that good dude they, they are scary like deserve it good and usually i like wrote rooting for an underdog but this might be the year think... where it's just like oh dude yeah this the president's trophy curse this might be better than that like this i don't think that cur- like i don't think it could stop them like they're that good yeah yeah i mean a good benefit for columbus is that they were hot coming out i mean what bob had like four shutouts in the last month or whatever um he did and they finished the season seven and three won their last two games so i mean it could have been worse it could they could have been limping into the playoffs but you know they seem to be on a good run here at the end so man i just don't see it for them i don't necessarily know if i believe that they're going to get swept either i that was just my gut feeling like i just feel like tampa bay is going to come all out in the first in the first round especially and you know they're they're kind of outmatched i don't necessarily want to say all around but for a team that have like Columbus that has Bobrovsky, has Jones and Borensky, has Panarin, Duchesne, Dubois, Atkinson, you know, a, but a team like Tampa Bay, I think, still outmatches them. Oh, yeah. Even with all those things. And then, you know, you start getting deeper in their lineup, and then, you know, Sorelli put up like 40 points and. Joseph, you know, contributed like twenty, like so. Even their guys that are getting like third and fourth line minutes are putting up mad points. Yeah, and I think that the re- that's part of the reason why they have the number one power play, number one penalty kill, because it doesn't matter which one of those guys goes to the box either. Their yeah. number one penalty killer could go to the box, and it would not matter even a fucking little bit. Yeah, McDonough goes to the box. You still have, you still have like you know what I mean like. And that's the thing with the, those fourth liners and, and stuff. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, Cooch goes to the, like, oh, well, not that. But you, you know what I mean. Like, any one of those guys could, could, take, could take penalty minutes and they have someone to replace them. They're just yeah. that good. I just, no, fuck Columbus. I'm sorry. Like, I, I hope that they take a game from them because I don't, I, I think they deserve a better fate than that. But they, you know, they're, they, that would be some crazy shit to take that team out in the first round. Someone's losing their job if that team yeah. gets taken out in the first round. Yeah, I think so. Kucherov might quit. <laughs> Remember that one year when they didn't make the playoffs and he's like, well, if these people just like played fucking hockey <laughs> instead yeah. of just counting their money. <laughs> All right, yeah. but yeah, I think I think that... Tampa Bay is going to take this one fairly easily. Um, although I don't think that this was 
the best matchup for Tampa. I think they would have definitely rather had uh, Carolina. Um, because then you don't have to face Bob and you face Morazic or McElhaney. Yeah, fair enough. I do think that it was... I don't think that they really care about facing anybody. Yeah. Necessarily. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, like, on, a pa- on paper, it was not necessarily the easiest matchup they could have had. No, but I think Carolina has the potential to make some noise, too. I think that you're right. But just because they'd be so easily taken by Tampa Bay, I don't mean think that they, they're going to be so easily taken, though. They've been hot. They've been playing. Yeah. Now, they have a weakness, you know? So I think you're right. You're right. They Who wants to play Bob? But... Yeah, they're not even thinking, dude. They're they're gonna just look to steamroll every person in their way. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some serious blowouts this this off season too. Like, yeah, I I can agree. I think this is. I feel like this is gonna be a really good playoffs, and I'm really excited to watch like a lot of hockey. I just have a, I have a feeling. Yeah. Anyway, so we can move on from that. Um, so we go in Boston, Toronto. Yeah, let's do that. <sighs> what do you got? I took Boston in six. I it's not anything against like I know the firepower that the Leafs have. And I know I tried to stick up for, like, their lack of defense in the beginning of the year. But, man, Boston, they might not be, like, the most high-powered offense. But, I mean, they're just so sound each way that I feel like they're going to shut down the Leafs. And if, like, I'm not saying that it couldn't be high-scoring, but I feel like if Boston gets in control of the series, they could win every game 3-2 to two if they wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be more open than that, and I definitely think that Toronto will steal some uh, at least two games. But I, I just I didn't see it this like I don't know like I know I didn't exactly you know call for the Leafs to win the cup at the beginning of the year. I was pretty much against them all year. Yeah, and I feel like I was mostly right. Like I feel like they were very good. They scored a lot of points, and then some nights they just didn't show up. At all. Yeah. No, they were definitely inconsistent. I think that they probably have the most talent on at offensively and as any team in the league. I'm pretty honestly. Yeah. Honestly, they they have more talent and on those those forwards is Tampa Bay, but they don't have yeah. the depth and they don't have the deep and they don't they don't have a bad goalie, but he's not Vasilevsky. I know they're not playing each. I just mean like I like want like, you look at a team like Toronto's roster, and you're like, oh, they'll go far. And it's like, they were condemned the second that they just, that they were going to tie, you know, Boston, basically, again, and do this first-round thing again. That was, like, their death wish. Like, they, they would have had better odds in the wild-card spot. I truly believe that. And, that like, Boston is their nightmare, I feel like. Yeah, and I think so. It's hard, it's hard to, to say any different. Again, I want to stick up for them. But this might be one of those things. They're also young. They have all the time in the world. I think they deserve a first-round exit because of the whole Tavares thing and them thinking that that was going to fix their team when they really needed, like, a defenseman. Right. And I think that, like, they may have to do this a little while until 
like Austin Matthews gets like real jumpy and he's just like, no, like I need you to get me like better defenders. Like this yeah, is like, great that you have all these guys around me, but I'll, I'll like score their goals for them. Like trade some of these guys. Like <laughs> I'm serious. It's going to happen where he's just like fed up with getting out in the first round. He's going to be like, yo. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they need... It's not like they need to blow the whole thing up, but they need, like, fine-tuning. Like, and I get, like, the potential that Nylander has, but I don't really see... I don't really see the reason for keeping him around. Like, he did Like, I'm not saying he didn't want to play for the Leafs or whatever, but, like, people called on him. And you could have got a good defenseman. And I'm not saying that... And, like, you could have got a good defenseman and still traded for Jake Muzzin. Yeah, and had yeah, and I guess it's not just like oh well you need defensemen, but you're they 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 do, and you're right. I the Nylander thing, like hindsight's twenty twenty, but in retrospect, they fucked that up because the kid is isn't gonna stay how bad he did this year, but like he didn't do great, and he was definitely expendable on that team, and they had a chance to get like another real piece to like put that shit together for them. And I don't think that they are, like, a bad team. I just think you're right. Like, Boston's the type of team where if they can just keep their top line guys, their top two line, their top six to, like, one or two goals a game, like, who's who's filling in the rest? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, who – and, like, they're, they're going to, like, expose some of their, like – some of the, like, I think you're right. Like, I think you, you said it best. They could win all these games three to two. And Boston doesn't give a shit. They're gonna just smile and move on to, to Tampa Bay. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I just like the way Boston is built. I feel like is perfectly countered to what Toronto is built. Like, there's like the defense. Like the best defensive forwards on Boston are the best offensive forwards on Boston. So yeah. when they're shutting down the other team, they're going the other way and putting the puck in the net. Yeah. Like, they're not just shutting down Matthews or Tavares or whatever. They're shutting down Matthews and Tavares and taking it down the ice and score. Yeah, and just to be fair, I, that Boston team, yeah, it's got some youngsters, but that core has been together a while. And they've got some real veterans that, like, know how, like, playoffs work. And I still feel like Toronto doesn't. I feel like you didn't yeah. like Tavares didn't add that. No, he added a, an ass load of talent, and he's going to score a lot of goals, and he's going to play well no matter what. But didn't add any like grit, like any extra. Like Tavares doesn't even know how good it is to be there. Like you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I yeah. think you're right. I would say Boston. Honestly, my no, I mean my original was Boston in six, but man, I could see it being over sooner. I just think that just by sure will and firepower, like Toronto will get two. Yeah, and then maybe Boston wins one in overtime. Dude, but I could even see it in seven though. To argue with you, I think it could yeah, go sure. any way. I just think, dude, and after last season, like, am I supposed to have faith in Toronto for blowing that? Like, last season was a season they should have got by Boston. They didn't. So, like, why are they going to get by them this year? Because that was bad. 
That was fucking bad last year, dude. That's what I mean. That's that's where like the intangible like playoff experience comes in, where it's like they were like slapping themselves on the back and. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you said it best. Like, they should have been able to get past Boston last year, and that was a year when, like, Krejci wasn't even that good. Now you're <laughs> running into Boston with Pasternak, Marshan, Bergeron at their top, yeah. and Krejci's good again. Yeah. Like, that dude put up 73 points playing some of the best hockey he's ever played. They don't have a bad defense, like, defense when they're, when they're, all to, like, when they're not hurt. And I'm pretty sure they're not hurt. They're all healthy right now, right? I think that they are missing Kevin Miller uh, and John Moore, but I th- one of them I think is supposed to be back. I think Miller is supposed to be back early yeah. in the series. John Moore, I don't know. But, I mean, if they do end up coming both, I mean, I don't know when Moore's, what the extent of his injury is. But if those two do come back, I mean, that's just better for Boston. Yeah. Dude, and they got Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Who I don't think has done great for them, but you still have, like, a top six guy playing in a bottom six role because you're in the playoffs. Like, right. You, like, you do, you do have some things hidden in there, too. Yeah, and I think that the other benefit that while I don't think that they want to have to pursue this, I think that they, if they can, it would be ideal to stick with Tuka Rask the whole time. But there's not, I don't know if, at least this year, there's a whole lot of downgrade to Halak. He's been just as solid. Which I have to eat my words because I yeah, hate so that I. bastard. I hate and him. And he too. had a great year with them. And yeah. I was wrong. But I think that they need to stick with one of them. Like if Tuka's going to play like Tuka. Then I think yeah. two, I think Brass should be the guy. I think that he's been the better goalie down the stretch. Um, I mean, he's their guy in the first place, you know. But if it does, I like it's not like if Toronto has to go to Sparks or Hutchinson, then it's over. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's over. But if Boston has to go to Halak, there's easily still a chance. Yeah, like not and like. Tampa doesn't even have that luxury. Like, if they have to go to Demang, who had a great year, had an insane year, and is the reason why, like, they were able to get, other than him being injured, but were able to get rest for Vasilevsky. Like, Demang had a great year, but if they have to go to Demang, it's over. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say over, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't... Because of that, but you're right. Like, it falls off a cliff. Like right, the, it the goes level. from elite to maybe top-tier AHL goalie. And those 32 shots a game is... Yes. Yeah. See, that would be like Toronto's like wet dream, to play Tampa and then Vasilevsky gets hurt in game one. Yeah. that That's, that's like how you take out Tampa. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean by you're going to have to kill some of them. Like, you're going to have to hurt Vasilevsky or something. Like, you know what I mean? You have to break Hedman's leg or, like, fucking, like, <laughs> let's stop talking about him because I'm sorry. That was all me. But that that's what I meant when I said, like, you're going to have to, like, like, someone's got to go to take that team out. Yeah, I think that that would be, like, the biggest wrench in their plan 
would be for someone getting hurt. Yeah, and, and I would I'm never encourage you, you like the yeah, I would fans. <laughs> but I would, <laughs> yeah. I I would never encourage someone to like hurt them, but like that's like I feels like the only play is like ram Vasilevsky as hard. That as would be can. like the like plan game with one. like the highest percentage of working. Yeah. As you take like some friggin' moron <laughs> and you 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 take whatever version of Zach Ronaldo you have on your team. And you tell him to run into Vasilevsky as hard as he can. (laughs) And try to make it look like an accident, but it's not that important. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, I... Nothing that Toronto did this year, for me, said that they were going to win this round of the playoffs. Honestly, like, they needed to be a lot better. Um... Or worse, like I think that you're right. I think that if they would have fell into the first wild card instead of who had first wild card, Columbus, Carolina, Carolina and played Washington, that would be a better, just a better matchup for them. Oh yeah, and I and I think, I mean, I'm not gonna get into who would win that or whatever. I think it's a better matchup for them. I still don't know if they win, but. No, but it's definitely I definitely better than having to play Boston. Yeah, but you seems to have their number. Yeah, and I can't. I'm not always going to go from past performances, but they help. What happened last year? They fucking let their guard down and let Boston sneak back up on them, and they got cocky. And Boston knew what they were doing. I feel like two yeah. years ago though was the year where they had that crazy playoff series where the Caps were that good. And they were supposed to stomp them, and it went to Game Seven. You remember uh, the yeah, four yeah. games in a yeah. row went to overtime? Like yep. that's that's this that's what I'm talking about. Like that's that's why it's a better matchup because the Caps will do that shit. But Boston knows how to play them. I feel like they want to. They're like ready for it. It's like a great warm up for Boston too because they're not pushovers, but they're gonna treat them like they are. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah, a great warm up for Tampa. <laughs> yeah yeah i just don't see it for i mean not that i'm not saying there is no way that toronto can win because of course there are. i mean if they if they can get loose and like they get they you know convert on you know every chance that they get obviously they can win the talent is definitely on the team it's just i think boston is well built to counter what yeah. they have so. And can you do it night in, night out? I'm also not convinced that they don't win like 8-2 to two one night, but then lose every other game. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking distinct possibility. But, all right, who do we got next? The Caps and the Hurricanes? Yep. I have Capitals in seven. On my bracket, I have the Caps in six. But I do, I kind of, I think I kind of agree more with Caps in seven. Okay, I why? Feel like, I feel like Carolina is going to put up a fight. Um, You know, looking at like their, their numbers for, you know, they're not like the greatest for goals for, but they were first in shots on goal, and then they were third in shots allowed. So they take a lot of shots, they don't allow a lot of shots. Um, the thing that concerns me is, like, their goalies aren't exactly, like, playoff guys, like, and I'm kind of, like, 
I always wanted Peter Mrazek to like be a good goalie. I kind of wish that it was with the Flyers last year. I kind of wish it was with Detroit like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think that I think it's just another like I think Washington is just too strong to get taken out by a team like Carolina. Although I think that it's not going to be as easy as some think it's going to. I yeah, think Carolina no. is going to put up a big fight. Yeah, I just see it as they've been playing so good recently. Their all-stars stepped up. They're playing a team where they're not terrible defensively. They have a good goalie. Like, they have that stuff. But, come on, let's be real. The Caps are known to blow, uh, like, some goals sometimes. Um, I just don't know how you're going to get around Ovi's shot on, on those goalies. Like, you know what I mean? And the special teams. And that's what I mean. I feel like that that Washington team's been around together for a while now, too. They're riding the wave from last year, but they've been known to underestimate an opponent in the first round, and I don't think Carolina is in the mood to be underestimated. <laughs> no, I think this is going to be huge. Like, this could be I – I definitely could see an outcome where Carolina wins because Washington plays down to them early. Yeah. And then they just can't do enough to, like, even it out at the end. Like, if they go down, like, two to nothing – Somehow to Carolina, and then yeah. they, you know, battle it out all the way to Game Seven. I could see Carolina winning that Game Seven. Yeah, and they're kind of a likable underdog. I'd like appreciate it, but the Caps, you have to give them their due. They're the they're the champs, and but I could yeah. see I could see this being almost like a repeat performance of that series I just talked about against Toronto, where it's just like. They just, like, dilly-dallied the whole time. And then, like, Game 7 came around. It was just like, oh, wow, we're tied with these with these assholes because <laughs> we couldn't yeah. end an overtime game. Like <laughs> the, reason, the reason why I don't think that it will happen is because I feel like they're just, like, they're just a little bit more deeper, Washington is, than, like, even last year. I mean, I didn't like them. At, like, I didn't think that they were cup favorites last year and, like, I mean, I'll just say it right now. I don't think that they're going to win the cup again, even though I think that they're deeper this year. But, like, that first line, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Wilson, then they have, what, they have Rana, Backstrom, and Oshie, and then Connolly, Eller, and anybody. I don't know. I just feel like that, like, addition of an actual third line that can score is what, like, kind of puts them a little bit farther ahead. Although, a big person that did play a, a... A person that did play a big role for them last year is Kempney, and he's injured, and they don't know when... If he is even going to come back. Actually, he's not going to come back. It doesn't look like it. He was injured on March 20th, and he's expected to miss four to six months. So he's not coming back. And he played a big part in their their playoffs last year. Yeah. Probably one of their best defensemen. Yeah, there, there's also the thing, and maybe I don't know what I'm talking about because I didn't follow it well enough this year, but I probably also feel better last year with the backup goalie that they had if Holpe sucks. Now, Holpe's a great goalie, but 
He, you know, he's not perfect. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> and I think honestly, like, I was think this is good. Yeah, I think this is where they want to be though, because like the years that Holpe was at like a Vesna level were the years that they got kicked out in the first round. The year last year when Holpe was shaky going into the playoffs and then they go to Grubauer in the beginning, then Holpe comes in and he's lights out. Holpe is well-rested this year. He only played 59 games. His stats aren't amazing, but they weren't amazing last year either. And then when he came into the playoffs, he was like a different guy. So the season starts over on Wednesday for Braden Holpe. Fair enough. So I think that they're, he's in a good spot, although I agree. Like, if they had to, obviously, like, I think you'd rather have Grubauer. But, I mean, I think it's another one of those things. Either, I mean, maybe, you know, Grubauer has established himself a little bit more this year with Colorado. But I think either way, like, if they really wanted to go back to Grubauer because something happened with Holpe last year, they were done. They didn't win. They weren't going to win a cup on the back of Grubauer if Holpe faltered again. Just like I mean, I don't think that they're going to win a cup on the back of Copley either, if something happens. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. But I definitely think that some people would call this one like the one that could be swept or whatever. I don't think so. I think Carolina is going to put up a good fight. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, no way. I think you were right. Tampa is definitely closer to a sweep. Well, maybe I could see the sweep. Like, if the Capitals, like, kill them night one. If they, brought, like, wreck them, like, 7 nothing or some crazy shit on night one, they just show them who's boss, then I feel like fucking... I could see Carolina floundering. I don't think that's going to fucking happen. Yeah. Like, I could see if Washington, yeah, like like, stomps them into the dirt and, like, again, like, asserts their dominance then it's over but i definitely think that Car- with the way carolina is, has been playing i think that they can carry momentum in and i think that their dudes are hungry i don't think justin williams is gonna let that happen personally i think justin williams will like fucking kill himself before he lets that team get swept yeah i mean the good <laughs> thing i think this is like one of the best things that could happen to a team like carolina they're super young. Like, this is great experience to go up against, like, the former or the, you know, reigning Stanley Cup champion and see what it's all about for a lot of these young kids. I mean, besides Justin Williams, I mean, he knows what it's like. <laughs> but, I mean, I think either or, this is great for them. I oh, think yeah. that, you know, them being super young, you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, this is their first time and, you know, you're hoping that, at least if it were me, I mean, you're hoping that Ajo's the future captain of this team. And I think this is good for him to see um, this whole, like, future core with, like, Ajo and Taravainen. And I guess, I think, I think Niederreiter fits in this team, like, perfectly. I yeah. Really on this team. It, it, um, dude, that was a good trade. Yeah, so I, I think this is either way, like... This is not a failure season by any means, regardless of what happens. Oh, no. Especially for a team that's been that inconsistent and supposed to have been good those other years. And I don't know. I just feel like they, they've been, like, trying harder for the fans. I feel like they the fact that that team is so young, sometimes that's bad about the team. But I feel like the leadership and the direction they're going in, like, you're right. Like, it's like a win-win. But, like, those guys... 
I feel like those guys are going to be more excited than they should be just because of the team that they play for. And I think that could really move them. And if that makes sense to like, yeah, it must be exciting to play on any team playoffs in the National Hockey League. Now, if you've been on a team for a really long time and you haven't made it, like again, it's spe- but like they know what that what team they're on in Carolina. Like they know exactly how it is, and they've been busting ass, like doing everything they can to make it and dunking on basketball hoops and being douchebags. And it's because they're they're like trying to like get like proud, like you know what I mean. And I think that yeah. they are gonna feel better about themselves making it for Carolina than. Uh, than other t- Carolina teams have, like, had the past few years if they would have even made it, like, or even came close. Like, you know how many yeah. times Carolina's been in that wild card in two weeks out, they're out, and they lose to a team like the Devils who's out? Like, you know what I mean? And then right. and that's it. I thought uh, it's happened so many times that I thought we might beat them this week and ruin that for them, and Montreal would get it, and they beat us 4 to nothing. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, they are, yeah. they're, they're fucking in there, dude. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, I think... Almost more than everybody. Like, you can't question whether or not everybody is buying in because everybody is buying in. <laughs> Every player on that team is buying into what the coaches, the general manager, whatever everybody is selling, everybody is buying yeah. in. They are a team if there's ever been one. All because and, Justin Williams thought they should skate hard into the boards when they win. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, I I think that I think that they're outmatched and I think that's going to ultimately be the downfall, but this is like the first step for a team that I think is going to be very good for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel better about it than I used to. But let's move on to this one. I'm going <laughs> to what do we got? Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be bold and wishful thinking, and I'm probably an idiot for doing it. I'm gonna tell the truth though. Okay. So, I'm gonna take Islanders in five. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's bold, and the reason why yeah, I'm doing talk that about bold. Jesus Christ, dude. The reason why I'm doing that mean you had a little conversation privately about this the other day. If they don't take Pittsburgh in five. They're done. And probably half the fucking bracket is, too. Like, Pittsburgh gets better as they go. You need to strangle them, and you need to stifle them, and they played good against them this year. And I could be wrong about this, but if the Islanders are going to win, they have to, like, they have to attack immediately. They have to stomp them out, and if not, we're going to have another fucking Penguins fucking run. I promise you. And I, I feel it, and I hate it. I hate the Penguins. So let's go, Islanders. Take those bitches out. Don't put if it's pushed to game seven, you know the Penguins win game seven. We all know this. There's no way it goes yeah. to game seven, the Islanders win that game seven. So let's be for real. If the Islanders are gonna win, they need a fucking win. <laughs> I agree. I wish I wish you didn't make so much sense, but <laughs> I agree. Um I don't agree. I didn't that's not what I picked. This is the one that I've changed the most. Like, I've been going back and forth. Like, originally, like, I had the Islanders in six, and then I had the Peng. I was like, fuck, no, the Penguins are going to win. And <laughs> I had the Penguins in six. Then I'm like, well, maybe the Islanders can get it to seven. And I, ha- I changed it to the Islanders in six, or in, to, in seven. And then 
I ultimately changed it. I think the Penguins are going to win in seven. Fair enough. And that's why. But here's here's my thing. And we don't have to go into it. I hate the Pens. I hate talking about them. But here's my biggest fear in the entire fucking world. Is that they beat the Islanders, right? So then the Caps win that other series. I have no faith in the Capitals to take out the Penguins. And they ride that. And then Tampa will and them will pay, play in that conference. And I think Tampa's a way better team and should destroy them. But this but is what happens. This is what happens with the Penguins, though. And then everybody shows the fuck up out of nowhere. And all yeah. of a sudden, Sid scores like 20 fucking goals in, in a game. And, and then all of a sudden, we're watching the Penguins at another fucking Stanley Cup Finals. And I can't do it. <laughs> I know. You know that that's the path. Like, they can beat the Caps. If anyone's going to beat Tampa Bay, it's some stupid team like the fucking Penguins on their hot streak. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's what I'm afraid for for Tampa, honestly. That's what would kill them. The goddamn yeah. Penguins, like, fucking doing that dumb that shit again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even think that even more... I mean, yours is super bold, but I honestly think mine is even more bold to think that the Penguins are going to take as long as seven to win. <laughs> <laughs> like just I'm um, just like I, I I really like as much as like the shitty Islanders fans deserve to like get smacked in the first round, I really need them to win. Oh but, dude, I want them to make it farther than Tavares. I'm like for those shitty fans now. I don't know why. I'd never really liked them. They're from my area, they're kind of my rivals. I'm like full fledged for that underdog. Like go for it. Beat the yeah. Capitals, too, as a matter of fact. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, I mean, every literally everything is going to have to go right for the Islanders to win. Because let me just read you off, like, their, like, I'll call them, like, overlying stats, like goals, shots on goal and stuff. So, the Islanders rank 22nd in goals with 2.72 per game. They ranked 29th in shots on goal with 28.8. They ranked 29th in the power play with 14.5. They're 29th in faceoff percentage with 47.4. Defensively, they rank first in goals allowed, which that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to like not let the Penguins score. That means no penalties against. Like, no, like, grade A chances for Sid. Like, they're going to have to lock it down tighter than it's ever been locked down. Like, you thought the Devils needed to play the trap in, like, the late 90s? <laughs> no, they need to play the trap right now. Yeah. Um, They're 12th in shots on goal allowed with 30.9. Their power, their penalty kill is, like, well, 17, so middle of the pack at 79.9. So, the season needs to start, I mean, not that he had a bad season for his first year as, like, the guy in New York, but, like, Matt Marzell, the season needs to start over for him, and he needs to be the Matt Barzell from last year. Yeah. I mean, he had 62 points in 82 game, which is not bad. That's fine. I mean, because he was not supposed to, well, not that he was not supposed to be in this role or whatever, but last year... You know, it was easy to play the more protected minutes behind Tavares. Yeah. But he needs to start over. Everybody He's needs to start over to for the Islanders. He, he is. He is. Just, like, on paper, like, 
the Penguins vastly, like, outscored them. Like, the Penguins were sixth in goals for. They had trouble scoring on their goalies this year. And who the fuck would have known that they would have went from the team they were with the highest offense and the lowest defense in the league to to squeezing in with the the William Jennings trophy? Jesus. Oh, my. And that's another thing. is like I think just like Boston, the Islanders, while I think they want Laner to be the guy, they do have convenience of there isn't a whole lot of drop-off between Laner and Grice, at least this year. Like, yeah. it's worked very well for both of them. They, those goalies need to play like men on a mission. And they, you're right. They cannot leave them out to dry. In no way yeah. do I actually think that this island. I think this Islanders team, I don't understand how it made the playoffs. So I hope that it's not people just think I'm being stupid. Because I probably am. And the Penguins. I'm just saying, if you look at that path, the pathway, the only way for the Islanders to do it is to kill them. There's no way around it. They're not going to yeah, play close. The only way close. for them to do it they is have to, to stun them early. Yes, like very early, like hit hard, like play sound, and like and you're right. And like Barzell needs to sneak sneak in behind him, and that's yeah. Barzell needs to have the series of his life. But those goalies are playing like men on a mission, and I mean. That's what they need. Every one of those guys better fucking just eat their Wheaties and, like, fucking listen to their, their, their like, rage music and, like, fucking get get ready, son. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what they need is they need to be able to get Matt Barzell the chan- and Anders Lee the chances that they need to get. And they need to... I don't know that they can do both, but they need to, like, take... Not take out, but, like defuse one of Malkin and Crosby because I don't know if they can do both and then just pray that the other one doesn't like annihilate them. They can't give up easy goals. Yeah. They have to make the Penguins work for everything that they get. Yeah, more than ever, like if that like fourth line is going to be the best fourth line in the world or whatever, it needs to be this series. Yeah. True. But yeah, I mean... I have the Penguins in seven. I on I if I'm being real with myself, I think it's over sooner than that. And I don't think it's the Islanders that are winning. I'm gonna unfortunately. Like, yeah. But I I plea I you know I'm all for the Islanders winning because I I 100% agree with you. Like if the Penguins get past the first round, I don't know. I'm not gonna say that it's. I have some faith in Washington because they did it last year. So I feel like they definitely like figured out the puzzle a little bit. But it also was Barry Trotz. Yeah. Who is now with the Islanders. So maybe he fig- he still has the keys to the puzzle and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I think that the Islanders are really what is... Like, they're, like, the biggest block in, you know, the wall that is keeping the Penguins from a run. I'll just pray they hold it off, man. Yeah. I can't do it again. I know my wishful thinking shouldn't get in the way of my predictions, but I I can fucking see it. Like, I, again, I can see it the other way. I understand that fully when I make this prediction, but 
Dude, like, if that team wants to, like, fucking really give, like, the greatest gift to their fans for fucking losing Tavares and being shitty for the past, like, 20 years, like, now is the moment. Like, beat that fucking team. Like, do it. Yeah. Like, fucking do it. Like, (laughs) prove it wasn't a fluke and that we shouldn't have fucking Montreal in your spot. Like, fucking beat that team. And that's another thing. If it was one of the other wild cards, I'd have less faith. If it was a one of the wild card teams, or if it was anybody but Washington, like you know what I mean, like Carolina, like no, wouldn't have been able yeah, to do I mean, it. Honestly, like, like Columbus if it wouldn't have been able to do it. Like Islanders can fucking do it. Like <laughs> yeah, honestly, like if I'm not saying I would, I think that the Islanders have a chance. To do it, I I'm not saying that I want this more, but just for like the carry price effect, I almost wish that Montreal would have made it. Why? So so they would have had to shoot on price. If we're talk yeah, if we're talking about like trying to stop like just hypothetically trying to stop Pittsburgh in the first round, like I mean, give me carry if like my best option is carry price now, then give me carry price now. Fair that has to be the goalie. Like, give me Carey Price and Shea Weber on the defense, then I'll take that. I'm And like I said, obviously that's not what is happening. I, I think that the Islanders can do it, but they need everything to go their way. Like, there is no being a bad power play team or a bad penalty kill team anymore. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, penalty, power plays and penalty kills are going to happen, so you need to be good or you're done. Like, there's too many weapons on that first unit for for Pittsburgh to be a bad yeah. penalty kill team. What I won't be able to fucking stand is when they start winning a couple of games against the Pens and get cocky. I will not. Because the Penguins will just score six goals in, like, five minutes. So that's another thing that scares me, too. Yeah. Is they, they could be up in the series 3-0 also, and the Pens are still not out of it. No. Not even close. It's like, oh. You fucking guys. Oh, well, I hope I'm right. And I, I hope you're right, My too. face will be painted orange this whole week. I'm, like, not fucking kidding. I'm, like, fuck the Penguins. I'm done. I'm done, and I'm, and I'm ready to see them get what they deserve because they didn't play good this year. Let's be fair. The Islanders no, have the better seed. Like, they didn't yeah. play good this year. I think the Islanders, what, shut them out two games in a row, too? Like... They need to play like that. I don't know if they shut him out. No, they did. I'm almost. Hang on, I'll 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 fact check, but I'm almost positive they put up six goals to to the Penguins zero in the in the regular season. I think season. it was six to two. I think they both respectively won a six to two game, and then they both won in a shootout. I think that they they both tied in the season series, if I remember correctly. Two one and one, because both teams won in a shootout, and both teams won in regulation. Dude, at one point they played a home and home against the Penguins. I thought, hang on, maybe I'm wrong. Oh no, you're right. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't a shutout either. What was I high? No, wait a second. What the fuck? 
You're right. It wasn't a shutout. It was two dope wins, though. It was like three to two and six to three. Yeah. What happened to my memory, dude? Who did they do that to, though? I could have sworn they did that to somebody this year. I think you're right. I don't know who it was, but... Hmm. Anyway, like, they definitely played well against the Penguins this year, for sure. Just, I'm still, I mean, even though he had 100 points this year, I'm still not completely convinced that Sid isn't mailing it in until the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean... All right, so are we done with that one? Yeah, we're done with it. We got to talk about the West. We still got a long way to go, homie. Yeah. So we got Calgary and Colorado. I've got I've got Calgary. Yeah. And I'm still kind of debating Calgary the games, and... to be honest with you. I don't know. I feel like Colorado shouldn't be underestimated, but I think Calgary's got that. Yeah, I got Calgary in six. I think that's fair. I think Colorado's good to steal, too. Um, I mean, the big question mark for Calgary is, is Riddich the real deal? I was going to say, that's going to be the way that it goes the other way, is if McKinnon, day one, destroys that goalie. Yeah. Like, if Rantanen and McKinnon can put up, like, a million goals night one on their goalie and they flounder, then it could go real south for them real quick. But I do yeah. think that Calgary is still more put together, and Colorado is still very top-heavy. Yeah, I think I think that Calgary's like middle six solidified a lot during the middle part of the year. Yeah, um, and their top guys just kept being top. Like Johnny yeah. had a good. Although year. the thing that scares me about Col- or Calgary, and I don't like to trust a whole lot of like speculation or even what coaches say at the beginning because I feel like they try to play head games. But like I feel like I just read like a headline that said that Bill Peters wouldn't mind platooning the goalies like in the first round of the playoffs. I'm like, nah son. Like yeah. that ain't gonna that doesn't work that often, if ever. And yeah. like and I'm not saying that like Mike Smith is like bad, but like did he show you that much that he like deserves like a shot in the playoffs? Like I mean it's one thing if like Riddich really goes down and like shits the bed. But like Mike Smith started 40 games. He went 23 and 16. 8.98 save percentage, 2.72 goals against. Like what Ugh. what are you talking about? Like that doesn't prove anything to me. On the fucking like, best team in the West. Yeah, and like Riddich wasn't like amazing, but he started 42 games, 27 and 9, 27 9 and 5, 9.11 save percentage and 2.61 goals against. You want to know what I feel like, too? I feel like Mike Smith has more experience. And I feel like yeah, he could be he could be a clutch guy. But I feel like sure. Riddich needs to... They can't do that swapping thing. Because then someone's going to choke, if not both of them, and not get hot. I feel like you want to go with Riddich, and if he goes down or he loses a couple games and it's not looking good, that's like the only way that Mike Smith's going to shine, is if he takes it and they're depending on him. If it's just like this, like... You're right. That's an awful idea. That is an awful, awful idea. Yeah. 
I mean, and Mike Smith does have a lot of experience, but it's kind of like what we were talking about with, like, what John Tavares brings for playoff experience. You know when the last time that Mike Smith was in the playoffs? <laughs> Long fucking time ago. 2011, 2012 with Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, God. They yeah. were still Phoenix back then. <laughs> Holy shit. But, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I Listen, still feel like they're going to need more than that first line to break them. But if they do it, if they get them right out the gate, maybe. I still like Colorado a lot. I just still think they Yeah. They need to not be I, a wild card team to like make it. Like Yeah, I Yeah, I just don't know what they're thinking. Like and it's not that Mike Smith I think that Mike Smith's a good goalie. He just hasn't been good this year. Yeah, and Calgary. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and, like, Riddich is, like, the reason that you're here. Yeah. Like, he might be, like, the less experienced guy, and maybe he's having, like, one of those seasons where, like, everything's working out for him or whatever, but, you know, it's not like he went, like, 9-1 or whatever, and he only played 10 games. Like, he put in his time. He started over half the games. You know, it's not like he just came up and, you know, you're not really sure this year. Like, cause you, I mean, it's not like a big sample size either. Like, this is not a big sample size for him, 42 games or 45 games because he has a couple of reliefs or whatever. But he's been your best, best goalie all year. Yeah. You want to know what I was thinking, too? I'm just saying this to kind of help Colorado out because I like them. I think I like them more than a lot of other teams, but I just still don't think they got it in them. But I think Calgary wanted to play Dallas, honestly. I think that's the weaker matchup, even though Dallas won more games. I still yeah. I still think you should be more afraid of that top line at Colorado. It's like the best line in the league. Second oh, best line in the league. Yeah. I mean, especially if they, like, even get – close to like doing what they were doing at the beginning of the year if like magic just like heats up again oh yeah Renton has 20 points by the end of the the round (laughs) yeah and they just start going off like that that could be the series and they don't need any and if that happens they don't need anybody else yeah and their goaltending situation is definitely better yeah and like i think that they're going to go into the series with grubauer because he's been the better goalie as of late but i mean Varlamov is not, like, the worst. No, definitely not. So, I do think Calgary takes it, but, again, they wanted Dallas, dude. Colorado can expose that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I I, I agree. I think that they – I think they would have preferred to play Dallas. Um, You know, Dallas, who, like, forgets how to score goals sometimes and, like, yeah. Only has Tyler uh, you know, Sagan and Jamie not... Benn, and they're not good enough. And yeah. that well, Dallas Sagan thing. was good enough. Sagan brought it back around. Sagan had 80 points this year. You know how many Jamie Benn had this like year? Like 60 something. No. Yes. No. What? Jamie Benn had 53 points this year. Oof. Really? Yep, how I many games, though? Did he miss a lot of time? I think he played in at least 70. Ooh, 78. Wow, you're right. I still don't think that GM should have did him dirty like that, though. 
I still feel like that's no, some shit I don't you think say so behind either. closed doors. And that you should realize, because, dude, they were bad in the beginning of the season. Like, they turned it around, Ben Bishop, and playing good D. Of course, they got Radulov, but, like, dude, their bottom guys can't score worth a shit. So if you're not getting, like, what you what you get from Jamie Ben, like, that's a problem. I understand what the guy was saying, but, like, don't be a dick. The guy also has, like, been carrying your team for, like, a fucking while now, son. And yeah. they used to have a better team for him to carry, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not next, but do you just want to talk about Dallas and Nashville? We might as well. I, I'm gonna be a dick. I I could see them fucking Nashville sweeping them, dude. Yeah, I could see f- it- like four one two like to like give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not like calling the shot, but like, dude, if anyone's getting swept, I think that's the sweep. Like, Dallas doesn't prove anything to me that the Predators can't match. Yeah. The thing I will say about Dallas is that even though Jamie Benn has not been the same player or the player that he even needs to be, um, they do have Zuccarello, who, although he missed time, I think that is going to be a big factor for them. I don't know. I mean, he's not going to change the game. I mean, like, I, I agree. Like, I think that if anybody's going to be swept, it could I it might be... Dallas, although I think that since that Bishop has been better this year, I think that he can steal him one. Isn't Bishop just coming off an injury, though? Is he? I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. but I don't know. Maybe he got a little banged up at the end of the year. Dude, I just feel like they're they're... Better defense is is finally happening, what they needed a couple of years ago, but it's still really young. And their offense, yeah. like, let's just put it like this. Like, Zook's a good player to pick up like that, but the Predators are better than them, and they picked up Boyle, Simmons. Um, who's the other one? Like, they, um, yeah, like, if we're going to talk about, like, team additions, like. I, oh, Granlin. Cranlin. Oh my god. Dude, and that's I, still unreal to me. Yeah, it is. And I know that some of them underperformed, but there's no proof that that's going to keep like that or that like Wayne Simmons being there isn't helping the depth and that Brian Boyle's yeah. not like the fucking absolute man of like a human being. He's like the most manliest man I've ever like seen. And yeah. and not to mention like Forsberg is sick. Like they they are just so sick and the defense like that's what I mean. Like, it's going to take a lot more than Tyler Sagan and Radulov to fucking get through that defense. And they've got a b- goalie. And they've got a good backup goalie. Like, they they are the Western version of Tampa Bay. I know they didn't perform as well as they should have this year because they should be that that dominant, I think. But they've, they don't have a weak spot either. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make excuses for Nashville, but... Like I said about Sid, I'm not convinced that that whole team hasn't been mailing it in because they knew they were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Like, if this team comes out, like, guns blazing in this game or whatever, Dallas doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah. They... I guess I never really said I, I took Nashville in five. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, like, went on. I'll probably no, say no, Nashville in five, I... too. Just, like, the Predators could fucking choke this team out quick and... And they got it. That's another thing. 
they're, I think that that's why the next round is going to be even more interesting because they're going to use this as fucking momentum, honestly. Because the yeah. that Jets Predators thing that we were dreading, like thank God that didn't happen because that would have been such a mess to these playoffs in the West. Would have made it so much more boring. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I would have hated that. Yeah, if we would have had to get like. And then St. Louis, even St. Louis watching them play Dallas. St. Louis, <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> watching them yeah. play Dallas instead of like fuck that. I don't want it. I'm definitely a lot happier with this, the way it did pan out. I think it's a lot better. It's a lot better matchups. Like I mean, not that Nashville and Dallas is a bad matchup, but like for a first round, like Win- or Winnipeg and St. Louis is really good, and then most likely, I mean, I'll spoil it now, like. Having a Winnipeg and Nashville second round again is going to be really good, too. So good. I'm so ready for it. But, yeah, I mean, I think that I don't think Nashville or I don't think Nashville is going to have a problem with Dallas. Um, I think just even though they're not like the most firepower team like that, I think Nashville just outmatches Dallas. Yeah, I do, too. That's cool they got, like, two little southern teams going on, though, in that playoff round. Yeah, isn't that the Winter Classic next year? Is it? I love that. Yeah. And I it's going to be a I rematch think. to this series. Yeah. I especially love that. Yeah, it's actually making it interesting. <laughs> like we I mean, said, I always want to see Nashville. Does. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I always want to see Nashville, but then they were like, oh, yeah, the Winter Classic is going to be Nashville and Dallas, and it's like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> sure, but now this might be actually good. Yeah, who would have thunk that that would have played out like that? <laughs> I love my Preds, though. And we could just segue into that next one. So you have the Jets? Yeah, I have I have the Jets. I have the Jets in seven. With an asterisk. Like, Bennington has to be the real deal. I think that if they have to go to Allen... I don't know. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if they have to go to... Like, Bennington has to be the goalie he's been. And I don't know necessarily either way. Like, he's definitely been good. He's been one of the best stories all year. And for... And I I think that the other thing is that St. Louis is going to play with a lot of pride, being that, you know, at one point they were last overall in the league. And then they came back to make the playoffs. And they didn't have to come back and steal a wild card spot. They came back and they, you know, took third in the division. Yeah. In a weak, weaker division. Yeah. You know, if we're going to be honest. Not necessarily weaker, but, like, because they did take five. Like, their division took five playoff spots or whatever. But, you know, they had to jump over like not good dallas and faltering colorado yeah you know it's not like they jumped over like not saying that carolina and columbus but like those teams were like better you know at least in my opinion yeah i mean i the jets should do it and they have that beautiful homegrown team and they're big boys They've got the talent. I still just don't know just about the playoff. Like, I don't know. They just still seem like they aren't like a playoff team to me. I don't know what to make of it. I just feel like that's not a great matchup for them either. 
I honestly do think that they'll win. Like, I have the Jets, too. But, man, yeah, do they want to play the Blues? Like, they... I don't know. No, I don't think that they do want to play the Blues. <laughs> I think that, like, although the Blues, not the greatest year, but, like, this second half that they've had, like, I think they're, like, the dark, darkest of dark horses to win the Cup, St. Louis. Like, I feel like if their goalie is the real deal, that this team was built to go on a run. Obviously, I think they would have wished that, like, the goalie doing it was Jake Allen and that he was really an NHL goalie. Well, don't we all? But it's, <laughs> yeah, but it's Bennington, and he's been good. He's been unreal. But... Yo, like, I don't know, man. The kid's cocky. I thought I saw some shit on NHL Network where they were like, yeah, this kid's not scared at all. I was like, oh, good for him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good I love for that. Him, That's, like, one of prick. my favorite quotes all year. That reporter, he's like, do you, like, do you feel nervous or whatever? Like, going in or whatever, being, you know, thrown in this whatever. And then he just looks at him. He's like, do I look nervous? <laughs> and then he's like, no. And he's like, there's your answer. That's one of those they, moments. I, so I think like, the kid oh! has ice in his veins. Like, I think that he... This is definitely a hell of a time to prove if you're the real deal or not. Did he have I mean, any like, experience I, I, before this? He's a rookie goalie, right? Yeah, he... <laughs> He played one game like two years ago. <laughs> How old is but he? But that's it. 25. I love that. Like an actual rookie goalie. Like not like a journeyman who all of a sudden got hot and he's playing for that team who's going to the cup. It's like yeah. legit. This kid's like fucking about to get paid and about to get laid if he does this yeah, thing. And like I don't think that he was like <laughs> the highest of highly touted goalies or whatever, but he was a third round pick. Yeah. So it's not like he was nothing it's not like a guy that they grabbed in like the seventh round or signed undrafted or whatever. who knows how long he's been sitting around there because they've had jake allen they always go with jake well, allen they think jake allen's gonna do it and they had elliot and they had dude that's been such a fucking mess over there that they've they've always thought that they've had a goaltender and now yeah. i'm not convinced they ever have <laughs> yeah i mean the thing with him is like kind of not necessarily like carter hart or whatever but like apparently I'm trying to remember. I think, I mean, because they went and they signed Carter Hutton or whatever. So they had Allen and Hutton going into this year. I think Jake Allen was the one that got injured. And they decided to run with Carter Hutton. And this kid was just sitting on the bench. And I didn't know this until today. I wish I could remember whose podcast I was listening to that talked about this. So this came up, this kid came up and sat on the bench for however long he sat on the bench. And then they sent him back down. And then when they decided that they were done fucking around with Carter Hutton, they called him back up and finally gave him a start. And then they never looked back. Dude, though, that is a hell of a run. Yeah. Dude, we're talking about like near Hamburglar stats. 24-5-1, yeah. a 1.89 fucking goals against, and a 9-2-7 save percentage for 32 fucking games. On a Blues team that was in last place. No, this dude's got moxie. I will fucking give yeah, him that. I, I do kind of like, I didn't, at first I just kind of had to have some resentment because I'm like, all right, you're like stepping on my boys like turf here, like <laughs> Carter Hart's the young goalie or whatever, but the Flyers didn't make the playoffs. So, but I, I like this kid. Like, 
Honestly, he's missing some like crazy eyes that like my goalies to have to like know that they're the real deal or whatever. But yeah. like just like I feel like he's got ice in his veins. Like he like I don't I really don't think that he gets nervous. Like and I don't think that he's nervous like being the guy going in. Like I think he's ready for it. So that's freaking awesome. Wow, I so, knew that it that he went on this run, but I never like looked at the stats like that. That is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he's fucking leading the league. What a fucking champ! That so yeah, I mean that might that might make make or break the series right there. It's not like the Jets have a shitty goaltender, like you know what I mean. But yeah, the Jets. I mean. Nothing. I mean, Wheeler and Shifley had unreal years. Kyle Connor, like we said, is the real deal. Patrick Line, like, he scored 30 goals, but dude needs to wake up. Oh, yeah. Like, I was listening to Chicklets earlier today, and I think they said in his last 16 games, he only has one goal. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, especially if you want to be the next Ovechkin. Maybe he should have stopped. He should stop talking shit on those other teams. About playing Fortnite, and he should just actually stop playing Fortnite. Yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Line, like, I love him, but, and I'm not trying to say that this year has been unacceptable because the kid's 20 years old or whatever, but like, I don't know, like you are, like you kind of like let Kyle Connor come in and like steal your job, homie. Yeah. And I like, and then you haven't been good either. It's not like he stole your job because he was that much better than you. I mean, he was, but he came in and stole your job because you weren't good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to say like scoring thirty goals isn't good or whatever. But for a guy like Line, like dude, that it's shot not. though. If I had his shot and none of the other skills, I'd score more than thirty goals in the NHL. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying he that shot was Ovech is Ovi love it's oh it's it's Ovi slap shot to a wrist shot. It's fucking that good. It's unreal, dude. And it'd be one thing if he was on a piece of shit team. If he was on a piece of shit team that never got puck possession, then I'd be like, okay, the kid couldn't fucking make his own room to fire the shots. I get it. Not so. He is on a team that has no reason why they shouldn't have a great power play for him to stand there. And fucking rip those. So, yeah. I think you're right. And the thing that concerns me the most, it's not the year. Because you're allowed to have a bad year in hockey. He's young. He's still yeah. going to be the next Rocket guy. I truly believe that. He really is. Give him five years and we're there. Like, he's going to do it. But I don't have faith that he's going to turn it around this playoffs. I don't think that after this ending, he's going to be like, oh, well... Now it's time to do it for the team. Like, you know what I mean? I think that he's, you know, he can, but I don't have faith that he will. I don't think he's going to turn it around right now. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that that, like, it rests on him being, because I think everybody else can get it done. Like, if Line A has a bad series, like, Connor can step up and Shifley and Wheeler are there and Ehlers could be better. I mean, he was injured, so I'm not going to, like, harp on his, you know, lower production or whatever but i mean morrissey's gonna come back you know they still have bufflin you know kevin hayes all these guys you know they they kind of loaded up a good amount at at the deadline too um connor hellebuck obviously what hasn't been as good as he was last year but 
the same thing with Holpi is like I don't know if it necessarily matters. Like if this guy's the real deal, then he's gonna wake up in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, I don't doubt their goalie. I know I that he didn't not, do great, like, but I wasn't. And we'll scared get to it him. in the in the next series that we talk about or whatever. But I'm not necessarily gonna go off like what the stats. Not necessarily like obviously I think it matters somewhat like. And we'll get to it, especially in the next series or whatever. But just because, like, Connor Hallibuck didn't have the same year this year as he did last year doesn't mean he's not going to show up in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Connor Hallibuck's a psychopath, dude. Uh, <laughs> he's a yeah. fucking madman. I, I haven't really lost faith in him. Although the Jets should have scored more goals. That's why I'm, I don't – that's why I'm on the de- – like, we had this little argument in the beginning of the year – that's why I'm on the Nashville team. Like, and I like the Jets. I love that they home grew that team. I fucking love the guys they got. But they should have scored more fucking goals this year. Well, I don't know if they should have scored more goals. Dude, come on. They were they were good. They were seventh in goals. Were they? Yeah. <sighs> I don't think that they had I think they had a they were bad they were worse defensively this year. Well, they I know only, that their the goalie struggles and they allowed. had that. How what were they? 15th I still which is don't. not bad there's something weird about this it's like I agree they should have been better and I don't necessarily know like obviously like if they score more goals they're probably better or whatever <laughs> they allow less goals they're probably better there's just something with this team like they should be better I agree with you dude and maybe I was wrong like maybe you can bring that up about the D but Think about if Patrick Liney actually did score 15 more goals. Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, that's what I mean. It's definitely missing from what I thought. That and... And, I mean, a lot of their guys with a lot of points, it's like assists. Like, they have, like, snipers. I mean, I guess... I don't know. I don't don't know. I just... I'm surprised that that team didn't have a 40-goal score with as many as we had this year. Yeah. That's all that I mean. Maybe I'm. Maybe I, I misjudged that one a little bit. I do and I'll feel give like you I'm the, being the pro. A little hard on them or whatever, because it's not like they had a bad year. I just think that like there should have been more, and I don't exactly know what that means. But you're right. Like if Line A like would have scored 45 goals or whatever instead of 30, I feel like we'd be singing a different tune or whatever. That's like, what I no, mean. We'd, we'd just be like, holy shit! How do you stop this fucking team? Like yeah, <laughs> and that that like game changer man that like that that star. I don't want to put it all on his shoulders though. There, there, I agree with you. There's just something strange about it. I feel like if you look at that team on paper, they should be better. Yeah, I agree. I, it's weird. You love them too. I'm just. I'm not I trying do, to diss them, I, bro. I did not pick them to win the cup. I'll tell you right now. In my bracket. I picked them to win the cup. They're still the team that I think should do it. But, I mean, how could you not pick Tampa? And I'm sorry to spoil it because we weren't going to go all the way. And we're, we're not because we've already been doing this for now. an hour. Yeah, and we still got one more series to do. Let's do that one real quick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't pick Winnipeg to win. Even though they were my original. Yeah. From the beginning. I Something... Winnipeg and Nashville, although I fully agree that they're still in it and they could just be mailing it in, and then once playoffs, it's going to be like, all right, this is the real team. I don't feel the same last year or this year as I did last year. Yeah. 
And maybe it's just because Tampa is so good that trying to compare them or whatever, I just don't, I don't know. I don't feel the same as I did last year. But yeah, I got Winnipeg in seven. Word. All right. All right. Let's um, do this last, so last one. one. The last one we got. Sharks Vegas. Sharks Vegas. I picked. I picked Vegas in six. Wow! Really? I, I took Sharks in six. I really I th- think that they are going to go all out for Jumbo Joe, dude. And I think that the magic just isn't the same with Vegas. I think that they're still a good team, but I don't know, man. I don't think I they're... tend to agree that the magic's not the same, but I mean, as historically as you can be with a Vegas team or whatever, Vegas has like like that line of like I and if you really want like a full overview where you can see all the numbers, go watch the hockey guys videos breaking down all the playoff series. You can see all the numbers right in front of you. The line of Marcheso, Carlson and Smith has scored fifty seven points in eighteen games versus San Jose. Ooh. And like we were talking about, like I mean, he still played sixty-one games, but I feel like Flurry is—it's hard to say rested or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I still feel like those years that, like you know, we were calling him out for being a bad goalie in Pittsburgh or whatever. I still feel like those were the anomalies, and I still feel like he gets up for the playoffs. Yeah. Like, and especially with this team, like someone who is actually like appreciating him through and through or whatever. I feel like he's going to be fine in the playoffs. Um, Dude, usually I don't like the Sharks, man, but I just don't see them as a first-round exit. But I was wrong. I mean, last I year know, they man. got fucking swept so by this team. So I. <laughs> yeah, and it's not... I don't know that I necessarily see them as a first-round exit either. But I don't know. Something is speaking to me about Vegas right now. And I can't exactly say what it is, but the Sharks are dangerous. They're definitely dangerous. I just, I don't know. I I just I feel, feel like there's a lot going right for the Sharks. I mean, Carlson caught back up. Burns I do, but I year. feel like he's not 100%. Yeah, but I Martin mean. Jones has not been good this year. He's been good win loss record, but he he has a sub nine hundred save percentage. That's that what I'm talking a, about. That's fair. I also think that they they had some guys step up though. Like Logan Couture finally had his year. Hurdle was great. Like yeah, Meyer was great. Fucking whew. Joe Pavelski still scoring fucking mad goals. I don't know, man. I I wish for Vegas. I historically don't really like or care about the Sharks or have faith in them. So I would much rather you be right. I just feel like they're better than last year. They are better than last year, and I just don't feel like the Golden Knights are. What This is what... The, all right, let me tell you what, when I was making my bracket, or it wasn't even... It was before I made my bracket. I was watching the video of, like, the hockey guy breaking down this series or whatever, and he kind of mapped out the top six of Vegas 
So you obviously have the March or so Carlson, Riley Smith, or whatever. The second line, you'll have probably Pasharetti, Stasny, and Mark Stone. That's a first line on some teams, man. Yeah, you're right. That is a first and line. And then, even teams. then, then you're pushing Tuck down to the third line with Cody Egan, who had a good year this year. Dude, with a good year this year. Peary, whatever, whoever needs to be on the third <laughs> line. It doesn't really matter. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I agree. Like, I feel like the Sharks are better than a first-round exit. And I know I said I'm not necessarily trying to put, like, if I think that Martin Jones is a good goalie. And if he wakes up and, you know, the Sharks are good, if he's good for the Sharks, then I definitely can see Vegas losing. I just don't know that I had, like, other than a little bit on defense, but I feel like Vegas, you know, they keep the puck out of the net pretty well, even though their defense might not score a whole lot. I don't have a lot of questions with defense or with uh, with Vegas. Like, I don't really have a whole lot of questions on offense, although it wasn't as high-powered, but it's normally really good against San Jose, even though it they haven't been as good as they were last year, this year. To where, like, I don't know. Something still is off to me about... Something rubs me the wrong way about San Jose for some reason. And it's just, like, it's kind of like the... I feel like they're almost the opposite of... And maybe it's just because I don't get to see them as much. And it, they are obviously not in the news like Carolina. Just something to me, and I don't know, maybe it's just me and I'm fucking crazy. I just feel like not everybody buys in for that team. Hmm. I don't Fair know. Fair enough, dude. I don't usually buy. I think them. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a great. I think that's gonna be one of the my series that I probably won't get to watch because it's on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, it's late as fuck. But I think that this is gonna be a series to watch right here. But yeah, ultimately, I think that Vegas is gonna win it. Dude, Mark Stone me. was such an addition for that team. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I hope to God they keep him. They're going to keep him, right? Yeah, they already signed him. Did they already sign Dude, him? Dude, they signed him before he got off the plane. Oh, that's fucking... I'm stupid. I'm falling behind, clearly. I do like that, that... What you just said. You kind of swaying me a little bit, but... I just still don't feel like that, that first line was as lights out as they were last year. And I still think that they're kind of... Yeah, but we'll see. I hope I'm wrong, and I actually yeah, like. I don't Flurry disagree now, so. either. I don't necessarily disagree either. This is more of like a gut feeling for me than a like backed up by statistic kind of thing. You know, some of these we knew like Washington should beat Carolina and Tampa Bay should beat Columbus, or yeah, Columbus or whatever. This is not necessarily one of these. This is more of like, this is like my Islanders over Pittsburgh that you have. Yeah, that's a little different though. But I I will say that this one and the Jets Blues were the hardest for me to decide. This one, I... All my other ones were relatively easy. I had a smooth thought. I obviously watched the East a lot more. 
So I obviously know a lot more about those matchups. I mean, and honestly, the West this one's one, just, I don't know. This one and um, the Penguins and the Islanders was the hardest for me. I was pretty, I'm, although I think it's going to be close, I've been pretty convinced that Winnipeg will eventually prevail over St. Louis. Although I think Winnipeg has a, or St. Louis has a really good shot of any Dude, ones that yeah. I might consider, like Nashville, Winnipeg, Tampa, whatever, Boston or whatever, like to be teams that you might be able to put in that category of cup favorites. I think Winnipeg has the biggest chance to lose. I just feel like ultimately they're going to prevail. They they can. They have the, the power to. So, they're just not there yet, man. I don't know. Yeah. But they they could be. I could be wrong, but they're they're like they're a team that's like built for the playoffs. They should have be a really good playoff team, but I just Yeah. It's like of the teams that should be the favorites, Winnipeg probably has the worst matchup. Yeah. So. Yeah, if it was like I have more faith of of Nashville putting to work the Blues than I do the Jets. And I feel like the Jets, yeah. as much as I doubt them against the Blues, I also think would spank the pants off of Dallas, just completely embarrass them. So, yeah, that that was not the dream. That those last couple of games of the season really made a difference for for those teams. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game them them fighting over those three spots like that, dude. Thank God it's not. The fucking matchup, though. I'm so fucking happy. Because I do think that the next round is going to be the Nashville and the Jets. And that's going to be dope. I really yeah. do. But Yeah, this would suck so much if it was Nashville and Winnipeg and St. Louis versus Dallas. Oh, it's such so ugly. Yeah, that would be Just awful. I like a lot of these matchups. Like, although, like, ultimately, like, I feel like San Jose and Vegas is a great second round matchup, but I really like Calgary and Colorado. I think that's going to be a good one of teams that I'm not a hundred percent sold on playing against each other. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I think it'll be interesting. I think it's it's interesting because you're seeing two teams that are imperfect but are like super cool in their own way. Yeah. So you're gonna like you're not gonna see like a clean like. You know what I mean? Like like Tampa Bay, Boston, second round, like, matchup with those guys. You're going to see, like, a fucking messy, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, like, but imperfect hockey, but it should be, like, pretty entertaining. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I'm not exact... I'm not sure if I'm remembering all of the matchups last year, but I feel like every one of these series... Maybe even Dallas and Nashville being the worst one out of all of them, but all these series I feel like are worth watching. Like I don't, I feel like last year there was like one or two series in the at least in the first round that was like, fuck, I could do without that one. Like I don't have to watch that one. But I'm actually yeah. really interested to watch the Islanders in Pittsburgh, and the Caps and Carolina, and ball. I I mean I'll probably watch every Boston and Toronto game. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm super amped about those. I almost don't, it's like, I feel like Tampa Bay is going to be, like, the most boring game to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I think Tampa Bay and 
Nashville and Dallas are probably the ones I'll watch the least because I feel like it's the most mismatched. Yeah, and especially Nashville and Dallas are going to be a little bit later too. Yeah, this is this is probably one of the fir- first playoffs that I'll probably actually record games to watch the next day. Fair enough. Like I, oh, you I coming def- over on Wednesday, by the way? What? Oh, give us, yeah, let me finish the podcast first. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I think, I think this is going to be a really, I think this is going to be a really good playoffs i'm really excited i'm more excited than i was at the beginning of the season to watch hockey so i yeah i've been more excited about the start to these playoffs than i have been for like months so yeah. <laughs> i'm fucking jacked though i, I'm say, I was hockey. like listening to like i was like watching hockey stuff when i got home i was doing like a little bit of research for this i listened to like some of our podcasts today like just getting in like the hockey mood so i'm pretty excited and then the draft lottery is tomorrow that is fucking crazy. I can't believe we're going to know this before yeah. the playoffs. But, yeah, so it's going to be really good. Um, but, yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Um, enjoy the playoffs. It's going to be a good one. Um, I think that what we're going to do instead of doing every Saturday like we normally do, well, if you can say normal anymore because it's not like we've been doing that, but we're going to instead, if we can fit in, you know, episodes in between, but we're going to ultimately aim to do an episode at the end of every round. Because if we try to do it every Saturday, then we're going to have to catch up, and then we're going to be behind again, then we're going to have to catch up. A lot of stuff's going to happen between Saturday and Saturday in the playoffs. So I think it's best to kind of go on more of a sporadic upload schedule and just try to cover as much as we can. Let each round die with dignity and rebirth the next one. Yeah, and maybe if we have some time, you know, maybe we'll do a little mini episode or whatever. If, like, you know, especially in the first round because it's not going to end right away. (laughs) So, you know, or maybe we'll try to knock out, like, some of the, if, like, Tampa does sweep, you know, Columbus and Nashville does knock out Dallas, maybe we'll, like, knock them out early and then we'll do the rest in the end of the series or end of the round video so don't be surprised if there's no uploads on saturdays until at least after the playoffs are over yeah so but yeah so um you can follow us on twitter at off the bar cast you follow me on twitter at fuck you raf um you got anything else to say no that's it man this was a fun gonna be a fun first round can't believe this like i can't wait to see how wrong i am about everything yeah absolutely. and uh, then we'll uh, we'll just see uh, how the second round turns out yeah all right well that's gonna do it for us this week once again this has been off the bar with rob and joey and i'm joey and i'm rob and we will see you guys next week